Welcome to the podcast. We talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac. And this is Megan. And on this bonus episode, uh, we are joined by Mariah. Yo. Hey, how's it going? Hey. Um, this bonus episode is another testimonial uh, of someone else we helped. Uh, last time you heard the testimony was from Barry Rick, the man with two first names, um, about his uh, case of how we helped him out. Uh, and funny enough, you are also someone else we helped out. And this is us discussing how we did and you basically telling the, the masses how we, we how your your life has been changed by just, you know, uh, how we helped you in a sense like that. Yeah, for sure. I met you guys over your podcast. I was listening to your podcast there for a while. And I had finally plucked up the nerve to reach out to Megan and message her about my issue that I was having going on. We were, I guess, essentially, uh, we live in an apartment. So uh, we had moved in about a year ago. And everything was good for a while. And then um, we started having issues. And I would have like this weird feeling and I keep seeing things. I've kind of always been able to see like shadow like figures. So I started seeing those around the house. And uh, Tyler, my partner, he gets really bad nightmares, night terrors. And he'd wake up screaming in the middle of the night, freaking out, um, jumping up out of bed, saying he sees things in like the corner of the room and stuff. Um, so uh, the the kind of the last straw for me when I finally reached out was I had seen two shadow figures standing over Tyler, kind of just like watching him as he was sleeping. And in that moment, I had no idea what to do. So I kind of like just rolled over and went back to sleep. Um, but I ended up messaging Megan and reaching out to Megan. And then you guys ended up coming and helping me out and talking me kind of through everything, which was really great. And um, I videoed with Isaac and Isaac helped out as well, too. So that was awesome. So I can't thank you guys enough for um, how much you guys have helped me out, me and Tyler, both of us. But no, in your situation was very oddly similar to Barry's. When it, well, not exactly the same, but the situation of that is right up was right above uh, your guy's bed, directly actually right above where Tyler sleeps. Yes, yeah, it was right above Tyler's uh, side where he was sleeping. When did you? Did, a better question to ask, so we get a, a timetable and stuff like that. Uh, when did you notice? Uh, essentially when you guys first moved in that this apartment was unlike anything and you, I guess when Tyler started showing uh, his night terrors and stuff like that I would say it was probably about six months in actually so it wasn't right away and that's what we kind of had found was strange because we thought that we would like for some reason we always thought we were like oh if it was ever haunted or something was like wrong on where they built the apartment building that we would see it right away and it came like six months into us living there and it was it was kind of more of a gradual thing as it got worse um so it wasn't just like a bang right away but um yeah it was six months in and were the shadow figures the only like dark entities that you saw uh yeah yeah and like 
we like so shadow figures and then it was like a cloudy misty thing above Tyler at one point too which I guess is kind of different than the shadow figures itself I know the conversation you had with Megan actually I don't know the conversation. Huh. what do you guys start talking about before you I guess you uh you yeah remote viewing in and figuring out what's going on so um I notice whenever I come in contact with people that have abilities um, I get a specific feeling, like it's almost like butterflies in my stomach. And when she first, when Mariah first reached out to me, um, that was immediately the first thing I had asked her was, hey, has this kind of like, have you always kind of seen stuff? Do you have abilities of any sort? Because I'm getting getting kind of that feeling. And I know like for me, when I first started with my abilities, the first kind of like, like when I first started diving in, I would see shadow figures too. I feel like a lot of people with abilities have seen like shadow figures. They kind of come and go. But once you, once Mariah started telling me more about Tyler's situation and how it almost sounded like he was consistently fighting for his vessel when he would go to sleep. Cause if you go into the theory that, you know, like when you go on the astral plane and when you go to sleep, technically you're, you're, soul yourself kind of is still connected to your body but you leave your body from which mariah was telling me it almost sounded like that he was consistently having to defend his vessel like things were trying to mess with him while he was sleeping so once i kind of got that feel that's when i kind of had isaac kind of video chat with mariah because i feel like tyler shouldn't have to be defending his vessel every night um regardless if you have Abilities or not, you know, sleep should honestly be a place where you rest and recoup and all that stuff. And that's when I kind of told Isaac about Mariah and Tyler and all of that. And that's when we set up the first video chat. <laughs> yeah, I, I, the thing is, um, as I say, it's almost been two for two. Um, but technicality, this is the third time I pull through the phone. Uh, first time was with uh, another friend who had a fellow podcaster who needed help out with his situation. But so far, I think I'm more practiced now with it. It's almost like I need a POV shot of what you see. And then I can, you know, pull from what I see through the phone. And like we thought, and this is why your case embarrasses. So it almost, like I said, two for two is because you guys both had portals. We didn't know that. Yeah, um, We didn't know that first time when uh i did the first pull i thought the entity that i pulled out of there was it and it was fine but then you call us back saying it hasn't really changed what was the experience after i did the first pull is a better question so after like after you guys had finished like closed the portal no no no. after i did the first pull before i recall you guys called us back again when he took away the uh shadow person but not the portal itself oh yeah yeah so um i me and Tyler were sleeping kind of normal as what we always do, I guess. And then I had Tyler was making noises as he also always does. Um, but he, so he was kind of tossing and turning and I had woken up and I, it was the first time that I had ever actually experienced sleep paralysis and I was unable to move myself. And I had seen like this, 
weird cloud-like thing above him, floating above him. And Tyler had um, started freaking out. And it had then gone to the end of the bed. And I was then able to move at that point. And Tyler was like screaming and totally like losing it. And then that's when I had messaged you guys again to to see what the heck that thing was. Because it freaked the bejesus out of both of us. <laughs> um, not to uh, freak you out, but I just pulled something from... Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the thing too, um, I think that's different from uh Barry's and Mariah's case is uh Barry we just gonna run right over that sorry oh no we'll go back because this is this all ties together it makes sense um and I kind of always tell Mariah this as well is um because uh she has abilities and she's more sensitive to the other side and seeing things and feeling energy and all of that stuff that even with like with Barry's portal closed he doesn't really have anything even good come into his apartment it's everything is basically cleared but because mariah has abilities she's always gonna kind of have some things every so often sneak through because she is essentially a light on the other side and so is tyler while he sleeps oh you explain what i just pulled it yeah so it explains so (laughs) even though everything from mariah's place won't I mean she could put up protection like I do I you know relate to Mariah kind of like what I do in forms of protection because any ability whether you're just sensitive to energy or you have like full-blown psychic medium abilities um, it's always important to I would say even if you don't have abilities it's still important to protect your energy your home because you never know some things especially when like the veil is thin and all that stuff can kind of sneak through because I mean you you work around people you're around people in the grocery store there could be people that have like just negative stuff that attaches to you but I told her you know reach out anytime or we'll pull whatever <laughs> dark thing ever comes through uh it was smoke so just nothing yeah, yeah not anything super intense Henry was acting up this morning so I kind of figured something was around seems to see things as well too so you'll like look around and be able to feel when they're there as well. I've kind of been trying to ignore it though because Tyler's away right now. So yeah, <laughs> no, it was it was smoke. It was basic level entity, probably a dark spirit or person who negative energy was just wandering by and knows that you can hear them. I wanted, wanted to communicate for some reason or, or message you. Who knows? But with your situation, when we figured out that the portal was above uh, your bed, is because Megan saw it there, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Yeah. Um. To me, it kind of looked like um, just like a typical like swirling like whirlpool type situation, um, at the top of the ceiling. And I always say, and I and I told Mariah this too. Apartments, hotels—they're so weird with how like the energy flows because there's so many people and it can go up and down through the walls everywhere. Like it's just definitely kind of capitalizes on that whole honeycomb syndrome not syndrome I don't know why I added syndrome but theory about like the like what Chaz talks about oh yeah the compact layers like energy even with Barry he lives in an apartment and you could when it was like illustrated to me the energy it was like going up going down going side going like to all the different houses so not houses but apartment what'd you call it apartments apartments yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> all the different apartments it was just going all over the place and that was the same thing but it was just like a swirling thing on kind of like top of the ceiling that kind of just would spit out these entities and what made it easier this time around to close your portal versus berries berries was put there by i believe permanently or on purpose yours felt like it was put there by accident like someone messed around with something and it opened it up and it kind of just left it alone and that was it and also made it easier because i knew what we were doing but also megan combined with me in a sense that i had her slow it down pushing against the portal in the opposite direction so say it was swirling clockwise i had her push against it counterclockwise to basically slow it down enough for me to grab the edges and pull and after your portal closing it i got a better grasp of how i'm actually doing it i've explained in shadow walk episode part three um now i can see or at least mike explained it to me but how almost like there's tendrils leaving my fingertips that a wrap around the entity and kind of pull it in those same tendrils or yeah i don't like a tendril but cords or whatever essentially attach the edges of the portal squeezing it closed and, and condensing into energy as i pull it towards me Megan slowing it down essentially creates it so it kind of slows down enough for me to actually get a grab on. But yeah, closing that portal, I think, put uh, your troubles to put. But I guess the difference is between you and Barry is that you never had prior attachments before you moved to your current apartment. And yours is you walked into this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, after I closed that, that portal, which they're not easy, they're very tough. Um, but how was the, I guess, environment after that? It was all right. Um, I know I had a few like issues, but uh, that Megan had actually helped me with afterwards too. Um, we had a guy that was present that was, I guess, wanting, which is interesting as well too, because he was also wanting Tyler's vessel as well that Megan had explained. Um, but he was a little bit of a butthead because he freaked the living poo out of me and Tyler as he was standing beside my bedside and I could see him and Tyler felt him and Tyler kept waking up that same night like constantly like screaming and freaking out and then um, he had gone into the bathroom and had locked my bathroom door <laughs> like we couldn't get it open till like the next morning <laughs> so that drove me crazy but Thankfully, Megan answered me right away, which was amazing, and uh, helped me out. And she um, saw him and saw what he was and told him to get the heck out, So, which yeah. was really <laughs> Yeah, a lot of, so anybody listening, I know I always talk, but like with Mariah's situation, like for me, my ability that was used a lot was remote viewing. And I've kind of talked about it on newer episodes. It's getting kind of like crazy <laughs> what I can do with remote viewing. But, you know, I'm learning more. And Mariah's case was um, her, you know, like situation was a big kind of like push with me with the remote viewing because I had to actually basically remote view to Mariah and see basically what was on the ether in her apartment. And so that helped me with her. Um, when she was dealing with that last guy that just, he just, he was just angry, <laughs> angry. And he was angry in real life. 
and he was angry on the other side. So, and normally with spirits like that, that are just angry, you know, you kind of just, he didn't want to like cross. He just was like, like, you know, I'm just interested in these people, like leave me alone, you know? And so once you kind of like shoo them out, like obviously with someone like that, Isaac doesn't necessarily have to pull because he can, but he, um, it was just somebody that can easily just get told, like, you need to leave this area. Definitely gives entities like that definitely give like a very uncomfortable feeling because they want you to feel how they want you to feel. And so. It did a scare the crap any when I told you what, uh, what I guess the first entity that I pulled from you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. And that's my <laughs> biggest thing with um, this whole, like everything that's been going on was that it just. It seems to be a pattern that that's what they want is Tyler's vessel. And that, yeah, absolutely freaks me out. <laughs> For those who are not in the know, um, I have, well, I guess the ability of the mind force, again, explained in Shadow Walker <laughs> Part 2, um, is that when I go and I can go inside the ring and look and basically talk to whatever is closest to the door. Most recently I put into the ring and the entity that I pulled the first time around was the first thing that was there and more of a man, miserable spirit. Um, I think unhappy with existence in the plane basically just said that, why did you pull me from there? I wanted his vessel. I wanted it. Right. Um, and then that's because uh, we figured out that Tyler, the reason why the portal and why he kept screaming in the middle of the night, because he can ask to project in his sleep. He can leave, and he basically leaves his body open for every anybody around to come in and basically take it. And it's having that a dark portal right above him wasn't the best place for someone who could do that. But how is his uh, how's his sleep pattern? Uh, he's actually been away for the past like three weeks, so he's been coming back like on weekends. So the days that he is back, he's all right. But I know the days that he's been gone, he's been having some issues, but Unfortunately, there's nothing I can do to help them because I'm not there. Uh, a question I'm curious to ask you. So do you think, because when you first asked, like when you first contacted me, um, I know you were a little bit hesitant to kind of like open up to your abilities and stuff like that. Do you think now that you kind of have opened up to them that you have more control over what's going on in your home? Yes, 100%. Like, 100%. And I'm so happy that you actually told me to open up to it. And it was actually one of the things that your story that you had mentioned about when your son was really young and um, him being on the bed and that instant that you guys had talked about in the podcast was actually one of the things that really got me into kind of opening up to um, wanting to protect myself and really wanting to protect Tyler because I know he unfortunately seems to not be able to do anything to protect himself. So if I am the only one that would be able to do that, I want to be able to do that and I want to be able to help him. It's awesome. The vibe in the house is different or, or far better than it was. Oh, 100%. Like, yeah. I, 
I can't even explain how different it is. Like before I would constantly be uneasy. I would feel like something's watching me. Henry would go sit at the bedroom door and just stare into the bedroom. He would do like weird things. Tyler would be waking up screaming every night. Like, oh, I barely got any sleep. Like it was so different. Now it's like, okay, there's stuff here, but it's not like anything what it was. I mean, your case is kind of like, you know, you moved into it and that's what you're dealing with. Yeah. But I guess I'm, if you had to say to someone who's listening or listens to any episodes that is dealing with something similar, but feels hesitant to messages, what would you say to them? I would say go get help. Because I, my first experience ever was in my parents' house when I was about 16, 17. And it was really bad it was really freaky uh, it was like a giant shadow figure and he stood in the corner of my bedroom and I just remember waking up and seeing him and I was screaming and screaming and I was like get out like you're not welcome here like you need to leave and I was just screaming and he just kept walking towards me and he just stood at the end of the bed and then he like walked towards the side of the bed and he like stood there and like looked down at me and was just like, oh, I was just paralyzed in fear. And I never got help from that. I ended up sleeping in the laundry room for like, <laughs> I'd say two months. I wouldn't even go back into my bedroom. And um, I never got help with that, which I wish I did. And then... I like saw things here and there ever since then. And then I met you guys and I was so, so thankful that I reached out. I was so nervous though. Like I was so scared. I thought I was crazy. I was like, these people are going to think I'm absolutely insane. Like everybody else thinks I'm crazy and you guys didn't. So I'm so thankful <laughs> that I did reach out. So I would recommend to anybody to reach out and just ask for help because, you know, there's so many people out there that have the same experiences and you're not alone. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and if it ever comes <laughs> anybody listening and it ever comes to a point where maybe you're scared to ask because you think you're going to be like a burden to us to ask, don't be afraid to, you know, this is what Isaac and I want to do. I mean, Lorraine Warren said it best, you know, there when you are having health problems, you go to a doctor, you call an ambulance. When there's a fire at your house, you call the uh, firefighters and stuff like that to come to your house. But when you're dealing with a, a ghost problem, there's not very many people you can call. So it's definitely, you know, we want to help people because, you know, I even had tons of dark, dark paranormal encounters. And even if you have abilities, you get the good and you get the bad. It's like you'll get light spirits that come to you and then you'll get darker stuff that'll come to you as well. And there's the only thing you can do to kind of stop that is protect yourself. And Mariah is doing a fantastic job at protecting herself. You know, I shared with her all of the knowledge that I know about protection because I know with me, I mean, I would consistently get stuff in the house. But then when I started with the protection, um, you can even see the difference on the podcast episodes at the very beginning, the earlier episodes, you'll hear EVPs, you'll hear growls, you'll hear all this stuff. 
um, that was like surrounding me. And then once I did the protection and I learned how to do protection from like Mike on our paranormal team and stuff like that. So it's a lot, once you learn protection and you start accepting kind of like your abilities and, you know, going through, like, you're not Mm -hmm. crazy. Um, I can't tell you how many, uh, people deal with that, that might like that, that thought in their head, like, am I crazy? Am I crazy? Um, but you're not, the paranormal does exist and there are ways to protect even against the dark ones. So Mm -hmm. yeah, protection is a big thing. I know, um, that with the last kind of spirit that you had pulled there, Megan, um, you had mentioned that he had come in through the front door and he was invited in. And so right after that, I put like salt lines across my door and all my windows and everywhere. And I was like, nope, not happening again. Yep. (laughs) Yep. And it's so easy. Like, you don't like for me, I know I've had to, even when I go grocery shopping, like when I come back home, I have to constantly cleanse my energy because you, I mean, you can get things from anywhere. Isaac pulled at the local Target. Yeah, we were walking right up to it. <laughs> yeah, we were walking and he was like, my right hand's charging. And uh, I was like, really? And he was like, yeah. And then when he went back in the the the, the ring to ask, like, uh, like <laughs> why why were you here? Um, it basically said I was look I was looking for somebody to attach to. Yeah. Anyway. Uh yeah, that's yeah. That's, <laughs> people will be like, oh crap, I'm not going to Target no more. But we do appreciate you coming on um and sharing your story and and you know how your situation's better and everything like that and um hopefully you're not the, the last and hopefully there's more people who can reach out and help and we'll have episodes like this explaining how that we helped them and stuff like that i was gonna say where can anybody find you but i guess you don't <laughs> want people to know <laughs> yeah. um but yeah i appreciate you coming on much for having me and thank you guys so much for everything that you've done to help me and tyler it's been absolutely amazing but for everyone listen as always uh, you can catch our social media, Hidden the Shadows Podcast on Instagram, Hidden the Shadows 6 on Twitter, Hidden the Podcast 2 on TikTok. A link to all our social media, always listen to it at HiddenTheShadowsPodcast.com. Also, if you need help with paranormal things, such as what Mariah went deal with, you can message us through Instagram. It's probably the best place for us, or email, um, or even message the actual paranormal page that we're part of, the Shadow Walker Paranormal on Instagram. Do we have a website yet for that? For the uh, paranormal team, Lush. not for what? Shadow Walker. Not yet. Okay. It's coming. It's coming. All right. Oh, yeah. Um, but yes, as always, we'll catch your weirdos in the next one.